Welcome to the Quite Audacious Podcast with Amanda Swiger. I am a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure wedding and boudoir photographer with a deep belief that doing things my own way is why I've been so successful. I'm now taking that love of audacious, rebel-minded thinking and helping other photographers build the lives and businesses that they're in love with, all while still working with clients and taking you along for the ride. No topic is off limits here, so expect a lot of honest conversations, in-the-moment riffs, business and life advice, tough love, and of course, talking with you about all the ways you can work with me and to create the life that you've been dreaming of. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it, y'all. Hello, my favorite people. Thank you for coming back to another episode of the Quite Audacious Podcast. And today is a very exciting day. Today is Jordan and I's ninth wedding anniversary. The day you are actually getting this podcast, April 18th. I am recording this a little bit before that. And I am going to make this episode a personal one. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit about Jordan and I's relationship and some things that I feel like we have learned in nine years and being together. And yeah, I'm really grateful. I never in a million years saw us making it honestly to anniversary two, let alone nine. Um, Those first few years were really rough. And I just wanted to share on the podcast today all about my favorite person in the entire world. And that is you, Jordan Swiger. I don't even know if she'll ever listen to this podcast episode, but if you are, babe, you are the best gift life has ever given me. And, uh, we're going to try to get through this podcast without me crying. It's probably not going to happen considering I already have a tear um, sliding down my cheek, but I am um, just, it is the best feeling in the world to be known and loved for who you are. And I just think more people need to talk about their love stories. I might even try to do a little uh, series on here and interview some of my past couples because I just... I love love. I think love changes our world, friends. So uh, here's what I kind of wrote in my notes when I was thinking about recording this episode. I, as I kind of mentioned, the first few years of Jordan and I being together was really rough. We got married. If you listen to the very first episode, I shared this. We got married um, within six months of us starting dating. It was like six months and I think like two days, something ridiculous like that. And we planned our entire wedding in 74 days on a thousand dollar budget. And I would not trade any of that for anything. But what came after April 18th of 2014 was about two years of rubber meeting the road. I've always kind of joked that if us getting divorced would have been an option, I, I don't know if we would have stayed married because um, it was just... There was a lot of growing both of us needed to do and figuring life out. Um, But we couldn't get divorced because we would have had to go live in Delaware for two years, I think it was, uh, in order to get married or to get to get divorced because we got married in Delaware uh, and gay marriage hadn't been legalized yet. We lived in Pennsylvania whole time. Um, So we kind of knew we had to figure it out. And so we did. And um, I am so grateful that young Amanda and young Jordan put in the work Um, our favorite current love song is made by Spencer Cradwell. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, but we, the amount of fights we had in cars, the amount of times we'd stay up late 
and like would just circle talk the same thing over and over again, the way we would not let something go until we figured out why it was bothering us so bad. All of that is what has made this relationship one that I think is so strong and beautiful and perfect and us and where we can weather all kinds of storms. Um, there's a line in that song that says, I don't think soul soulmates are found, they're made. And the person I married was for sure not my soulmate. And I'm sure I was not hers either. But I think the person that I've been able to become alongside her and the person she's been able to come become alongside me, I think that those people were going to keep growing into each other's soulmates over and over again in new iterations. And I am just so grateful that we chose growing together, but also growing on our own and like never giving up on that because I think that so often you just see like, oh, everyone's so happy. Their relationship is perfect. And like, if you're in a relationship, you know that like behind closed doors, like there are struggles, there are fights, there are hard conversations. There are, you say the wrong thing. Um, Jordan is notorious for like thinking she says one thing. And then when she's upset, she'll like say the inverse. So like, there's this, it's now funny, but at the time it was not funny at all. But she made a comment once when we were in the middle of like an argument where she was like, I want a divorce. And what she meant to say was, I, it's not like I want a divorce, but because she was so upset, she said, I want a divorce. And then I just completely spiraled out of control. And I was like, I why would you want to leave me? Oh my God, everything's over. And she's like, wait, I didn't, that's not what I said. And then she was like, wait, I totally said that. I, that's not what I meant. And like being able to stick that out. Oh God, I'm so grateful that we, we didn't give up. Um, and I'm so grateful that we're so different. Honestly, she is my like extroverted introvert. And I'm an introverted extrovert, I think would be the correct version of that. She like every few months needs to go to a bar and get ridiculously drunk, not really drunk, but like ridiculously high on people, have alcohol, dance around like a fool, grind on me, be just the life of the party. And then wants nothing to do with anybody for like months after that. I like people in short bursts. I think that's why I'm a really good wedding photographer. I can kind of like jump in and like go, go, go. But then also like, I really do like being by myself and like being with just her. Um, so we're like really kind of the opposite, but like we're also the same in a lot of ways. I love that about us. I love that she loves dogs. I love that she has brought these little doodles into my world. Um, I did not think I was going to like them, y'all. I really was like, babe, I'm getting you a dog. And then I got my dog a dog and was like, this is not for me, but like, okay, we're going to just roll with it. And Elfie has stolen my heart. I just love this dog so much. Josie's getting there too. Um, but they make my, my life better. And I'm just so glad that she was like, no, I want a fucking big dog and kind of convinced me of it. it. It's a funny story because she really wanted like a Great Dane or something else. And Great Danes are notorious for like only bonding to one human. And I was like, I'm not having like a 200 pound thing that wants to get between me and you in my house. Like, no. Um, so we settled on a Newfie Poo and then a mini Newfie Poo. And I love these little critters so much. And I'm so glad that she made me understand what dog love is. So if you are somebody out there who just loves their dog, I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. I didn't get it. And now I get it. And I'm so grateful that she just wanted a dog so freaking badly, uh, despite the fact that they make recording podcast episodes fun. 
I actually just put them out in the yard to record this episode so I wouldn't hear them barking. <laughs> um, I also love the way Jordan loves my people. Um, and sometimes I feel like she loves them better than me. And sometimes I feel like she's taught me to love them better. Um, I love the way she loves my sister. I feel like she wants and sees something in Brittany that maybe I don't see as her sister and like wants to cultivate that and wants her to like, she just sees a better version of Brittany. And I love that. I think that's so cool. Um, the way she's been able to help me hold space for the complicated relationship with my parents. I think that that is not easy. They have been not the best to her. Um, but she's navigated that really well. And honestly, has been really encouraging of me to give them not a second chance because that isn't right. She just wants me to do what feels good to me. And if that meant like this past Christmas, they invited us for the first time to spend Christmas day at their house. Um, and that was so complicated to try to put into a podcast episode, y'all. Um, I think I mentioned the first episode that I went to a conservative Bible college. And so we studied a lot of like Jewish culture and, um, Hebrew and, there's this idea of like repentance being a return to what should have been um, that I learned a lot about in college. And that is what Christmas felt like to me of like, this is how it should have been from the beginning. They should have been welcoming her with open arms. And I even think my mom to some degree expressed some of that to us after it was all over. Um, and it doesn't let go of the way in which they are not thrilled about Jordan and I being together. They are not in any way accepting of us being together, but I think they are tolerating of it. And I'm just really grateful that Jordan could be a big enough person to allow that Christmas day to be a thing for both them and for me and for her. Um, none of this is easy on any of us. And the way she navigates things in a very complicated relationship is something that I'm just really grateful for. And something I never saw uh, having in a partner, if I'm honest. I really, you know, expected them to hate them because they're not necessarily the most accepting, kind people. Um, they've got, you know, their religious beliefs that make them feel like they need to be a certain way towards us. And that sucks. But I don't know the way she can kind of have that be true and be really angry about it, but also like get them a Christmas present is cool to me. Um, what else do I want to say about Jordan and I? I love the way she is constantly, <laughs> well, nowadays it's a little different, but back in the day, she would just be like, I don't know how you're going to do that, but I believe that you're going to do it. And then like, would just sit back and be like, oh, Okay. Like I had said, I wanted to throw a women's week when we were doing the strong catalyst. And I was like the beginning of January and eight weeks later I had thrown a 
10 event women's week complete with a giant nightclub party. And we packed out a huge nightclub and I had sponsors like Walgreens and Tito's vodka. Like I, I had no business. Like I had no experience. I just was like, I'm going to do it. And I did it. Um, I said, we were going to cash buy our house that I didn't want a mortgage. And she was like, yeah, okay. Um, don't know how that's going to happen, but love that idea for us. And then when I found a way to do it, she was like, I, I don't, how do you just manifest this stuff? And I'm like, I just sheer force, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's not this like, yeah, okay. You're not going to do it. It's kind of like, I believe that you believe that you can do it. And therefore I believe in you, but she just doesn't see the, she doesn't see how. So she's like, I don't know how that would happen, but I believe in you. And nowadays I feel like sometimes it's we've almost inverse where like she believes in me sometimes more than I can like when it came to launching this education brand and the podcast she was very on board she was like of course you would do this of course it's going to do well of course people are going to buy your you know educational offerings like duh whereas I kind of was like I've got the idea and I've got the vision but like ah, I'm scared uh and she very much has held me in believing that I can do this. And I think that's such a cool thing to have in a partner. Um, I love that her and I, our favorite thing to do, we're going to do it this weekend is to drive around in a car and talk about something for hours on end. Um, we have spent so many times talking about the same shit. Um, we're back on maybe building a garage or a shed in our side yard. And so we're going to go look at shed structures and Amish companies that do a bunch of prefab stuff. We, we have talked this to death like two years ago. We had a whole freaking weekend of talking about it. We're back on it again. Is either of us mad about it? Nope. Do we like just being with each other and talking about something? Yep. Do we both like our favorite way to spend like a date night is making like a fancy dinner at home. Um, we don't really like going out places. We both like our own food. We like to cook together. But then like we were joking last night that like we'll make this fancy dinner one night and then the next night we'll have like rice and beans from like a packet because like Goya's rice and beans is oh so tasty. Uh, like we're we I just I love that about us. I love that we love kitchen appliances like countertop kitchen appliances with like an undying passion. The amount of them we own is hilarious. I'm just I'm sitting here while recording this episode in my kitchen and I can count six that are visible to my eye. So <laughs> we like a kitchen, um, appliant and, uh, a uh, uh, cooking at home. And I just, I love that about us. I would say if I was talking to somebody who is thinking about getting married or is in a relationship and they were to ask me, what is a piece of advice I'd give someone? Um, if you're arguing about something that's like surface level and you are really mad about it, there's probably something underneath that argument and figuring out what's underneath that argument is going to serve you so much better. So like Jordan wanted a truck when we first got together and I didn't want her to have a truck and we fought about it a lot. Um, if you know Jordan, you now know she's on truck number three. So <laughs> spoiler alert, she got a truck. Um but we weren't fighting about a truck. We were fighting about my insecurity about her getting that and then wanting to like also upgrade me. 
that was my own insecurity. And she wanted it because she wanted it and didn't really care what it meant beyond that. And like, she just wanted what she wanted and wanted that to be okay. And didn't want to feel like she had to like rationalize it. She just wanted a truck and I wanted her to rationalize it. Um, And once we kind of got past that, oh my God. And like somebody, actually the woman who married us said, she's like, whatever you're arguing about, you're probably not arguing about the thing that you're actually mad about. And she said that to us around that argument. And I was like, oh, game changer, game changer. Whatever is underneath that argument is actually the thing. And nowadays we barely fight because we can just jump from I'm annoyed to, okay, I'm not actually annoyed about the fact that there's pots in the sink. I'm annoyed about something else. And we can very quickly kind of like chorus correct and talk about the thing that we're actually annoyed about rather than fighting about meaningless bullshit. Um, And that is, I think, such a huge game changer for relationships. Um, I will also say that I think that marriage is its best when you believe that they are somebody you can grow with, not somebody you can change. My relationship before Jordan... I think both of us were trying to change the other person um, and we both needed to grow. That is for sure. And so when I counted my relationship with Jordan, I still needed to do a lot of that growing, but I don't think Jordan and I've ever tried to change each other. I think we've just both on our own realized we needed to grow and also seen things in the other person that we think needed to be maybe shifted and been encouraging of that. Not a, if you don't, then I'm leaving. It's more a, what you're doing is hurting me or what you're doing, I think is hurting you. This is how it's not serving you. And like giving the other person the space to figure that out. And I love that about us. Um, I wanted to end this episode. Oh yeah. See, look where I I got all the way through that y'all and didn't get emotional. Um, I wanted to get I wanted to end this podcast um, with some thoughts nine years later about the life we have built and how much I did not ever see on the day I married Jordan, this being where we'd end up. I never would have imagined we'd own a house outright. I never would have imagined I would agree to having three dogs. I never would have imagined having a business that's grown as big as this one has. I never would have imagined that I'd get to have a studio in a high-rise building with the city skyline as my view. I never would have imagined that I could love her more now than I ever did that day. And I know, Jordan, if you're listening to this podcast, I know that we have lost so many people along the way, both by their own choices and for them moving on and walking away from us for varying reasons. I also know that you and I have just lost a lot of people that we love. But I do it all again with you, babe. And, uh, I'm just really grateful for the life we've built. And yeah, that's all I've got for y'all today. I hope you've enjoyed a little sappy Amanda post. And uh, to my sweet wife, 
It's what I called her on our wedding day. And she's been saved in my phone ever since as my sweet wife. So to my sweet wife, may nine years feel like a drop in the bucket compared to what we have to go from here. And I love you so very much. And I will see y'all next time. <laughs>